Oh hey, welcome to the beach. <laughs> you're you're a little early. Uh, uh, that's alright though. You're just in time for me to light the fire. Oh boy. Uh, there goes my eyebrows. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the sixth episode of the Sam Peters Audio Log. That is the name of this podcast. I forget sometimes. Uh, I uh, have once again managed to force another hostage to do beach time with me. And today, that hostage is Bike of Bame. Howdy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. It is Micah Bame. We are friends. Um, just like I'm friends with everybody that I talk to because it would be awkward if I wasn't. Um, <laughs> how are you doing, Micah? Pretty good. Pretty good. That's good. How have you been enjoying your quarantine? Uh, not so much. No? <laughs> no. What have you been up to? Um, majority of my time, it's been Vindicate Life Project, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, for, I, I mean, that's a noble thing to spend your time on. For the listeners' uh, information, Vindicate Life Project is a little online, uh, well, how about you explain it just like a basic summary of what you got going on micah yeah so uh we're a pro-life organization basically right now it's just a social media presence producing content to help uh pro-lifers um articulate their stance and uh defend the unborn yeah uh i have followed your page, good content, yeah. very cool. I like, I like how uh, you present both sides of an argument, um, and uh, kind of try to not radicalize uh, everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, which generally is something that appeals to me. Um, you made stickers, and I've been seeing a lot of posts on social media about uh, that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. They're almost out. I submitted a, an address, but I haven't gotten a sticker yet. No. So I'm wondering, did you send? Did you send me a sticker? Am I going to get a sticker, or did my address fall through the cracks? Um, I know I sent you one. Okay, so that's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, I like stickers. Um, that's just <laughs> universal. Rule. Okay, yeah. Uh, I can tell you you do a lot of work with that. I mean, everything looks very professional, all your posts and whatnot. I don't know. Who takes care of that? You? Yeah. Andy? Right now, it's mostly me, but... Because Andy's busy, but once summer comes around, we'll both be doing that. Sure. 
yeah, very cool. What what has like I don't know how to describe this, but what is like your feedback response been like so far? Uh, we haven't gotten a whole lot of feedback yet, but it's been positive. We've had some mm-hmm. people, you know, mention how like that most recent post. I don't know if you saw it about um like my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. Um, someone said that um it helped it if they were. Uh, presented with, you know, such arguments from the pro-choice side, they wouldn't know how to respond, so, um, they said, basically, it was really helpful to them, which we don't get a lot of that, but it means, it's meaningful when people say that. Yeah, I definitely, I mean, not specifically from, you know, uh, social organization on Instagram perspective, but... Just general perspective, when you're doing something, you're putting a lot of hard work into uh, taking care of an activity or po- like social media thing and getting positive feedback. Just really anything, yeah. <laughs> anytime you're trying to do something for the betterment of other people um, or the entertainment or in for in. For, to inform other people, it's nice to get positive feedback. So, yeah, yeah uh, I, I've been impressed so far, so good yeah. job taking care of that. Um, yeah, I, uh, one thing that I, when, you know, first uh, thinking about doing this podcast with you as a guest, Micah, um, you know, for the listener's perspective, a lot of what we talk about is political, politically related, which uh, I don't know if I exactly want to go into. Um, my politics <laughs> are a bit interesting by uh, most standards, um, but, you know, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Mike and I go back a little ways and I want to explore that uh, a little bit or just reminisce. Um, Micah, do you do you remember when uh, the first time was that we met? I have an idea but I'm wondering if yours is like the same. Um, probably I think I was in fifth grade at basketball camp. Really? We were on a team. Basketball camp. Yeah, you know how they always had like, uh, like that big tournament thing at the basketball camp. Yeah, yeah, we were on a team for that. Oh, I, I definitely don't. That's that's not what I was gonna (laughs) say. Okay, that's cool. Do you remember how uh, like I sucked? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We were carried by White Black. Oh, he was on our team too. I believe so. Oh, okay. I think uh, I can like pretend I remember that now. <laughs> I'm I'm generating a memory that probably didn't actually happen now. Okay, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, those were. Man, I I do remember meeting a bunch of people uh, that I now I'm friends with. Yeah. Back then, I think like I think I met Andy at a basketball camp. Mm-hmm. Uh. Of course, it, back then he was like too cool for school, you know how grade schoolers are. 
my uh, my dominant memory from basketball camp though is definitely that I was really bad and I really didn't want to be there and I kind of <laughs> hated the entire experience. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I'm sure your basketball skills were better than mine. You can speak your own personal experience, but how I always envisioned it, you know, I was really bad and everyone else was better than me. So it was just one week of me being having to be bad and suck at something like publicly, like public humiliation. <laughs> yeah. But but what what were yeah. you gonna say about um like my when I think we first met was that what were you gonna say? Oh, um I uh, I just remember Jazz Labs or oh. I guess maybe not Jazz Labs, but definitely through something band related. Um, yeah. Maybe at like a similar time, you know, like fifth grade, maybe when we did like all the bands together. Mm-hmm. And I definitely didn't like talk to you for a while, but maybe there was like a mutual like grade school understanding, like, hey, this dude's this dude's chill. It's another trombone dude. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think we were. I like to think in grade school we would like talk in band or whatever. I think I remember that, um, you know, when all the bands would get together. Oh yeah. Uh, also, weren't you in uh, jazz band my freshman year as an eighth grader? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Mike and I were we're like trombone brothers. I think is the yes, correct sir. terminology. So we've had a lot of extra, <laughs> a lot of times um, with the trombone. So yeah, that was my first experience. I feel. Do you do you have any like memories that are coming back to you from like band days? I guess. Um. Honestly, not really. It's kind of a blur there. Well, you, you know, you should just try to like pretend, make make some up that that probably didn't happen. But like, oh yeah, I was number one in the trombone contest. Oh, I do remember. There's this one time. It was my eighth grade year, so um, mm-hmm. we're. It was the week before we head to jazz fest, and. Yeah. We were just we were in practice at um, the grade school I went to, and so I set our practice gets over. I put my trombone on the ground mm-hmm. to go get my case, and then uh, one of the other band students tips over a chair on my trombone, and the freaking slide gets like dented in, so <laughs> you can't even like move it. <laughs> so that was kind of chaotic. Trying to get yeah, that ready imagine. before Jazz Fest, and I was kind of pissed, but... Yeah, know. no, I get that. Uh, yeah, I've dropped my trombone a variety of times. Uh, mostly things that were my fault. I took it in one time because uh, I needed to get it cleaned or something, and they're like, oh yeah, your slide is out of alignment, so it's like harder to like 
slide or <laughs> whatever and uh they're like yeah it'll take like two weeks to fix so just bring in some other time and uh, that was maybe like a year ago and i haven't gotten fixed so technically i haven't super noticed but my slide is out of alignment so mm -hmm. i yes i don't really know what the application of that oh man jazz fest though jazz band has some uh the best memories ever. Um, yeah. I think my freshman year, I think you were, we were rooming together, right? With a senior. Oh. And it was super awkward, I'm pretty sure. Mitch? Yes, Mitch. Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there someone to, else? No, it was just us. I think it was just us <laughs> three. So it was an eighth grader, a freshman, and then Mitch. <laughs> and, oh man, I, I don't remember that being a very pleasant experience. Uh, probably just, it was it's probably exaggerated, but I thought it was, it was just very strange how that all worked out. And then... Here's a, a different thing. I'm trying to remember. Were you, my sophomore year, were we in the same room? Um, I don't know. I love Okay. It. Yeah. <laughs> do you need me to, do you need me to repeat the people who are in the room one more time? It was Josh, Caleb, and was it you and me? Well, no, Reese was there and Caleb were there, but I, I'm trying to ask, this is, this is what we're trying to get at. Were you in that room? Do you remember that? Those four people. Uh, I remember... Your sophomore year? Yeah. So your freshman year. I remember this specifically because we spent one night literally like up to like four in the morning talking, just quoting Spongebob. <laughs> What's that? Do you Was that the year where we got a noise complaint right away? Probably. But... Like, the entire night, the I have the memory of Reese just being like, Who you calling Pinhead? Who you calling Pinhead? Yeah, you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I have I have a Snapchat memory of him saying that. Really? You need to send <laughs> yeah. me that, dude. Oh, man. I'll send you that. Uh, yeah, that was, that was peak. So, okay, I think it, my confusion was Josh Leach, uh... I think it was complaining about how he couldn't be in our legendary room. <laughs> yeah, I don't ever remember being uh, roomed with Josh. No. I remember there was the time, it was kind of tradition at Jazz Fest to go into the workout room oh. and, uh, you know, get some gains the day of Jazz yeah. Fest. <laughs> I remember Swole Cole was there. Uh, one time, me and Josh were there. Another, that might have been the first time. Reese was there. You were there. You remember that, right? Uh, you probably won at least once. I feel. Yeah, and I remember one year doing that. Yeah. So, mm, biggest regret is that they didn't have Jazz Fest again this year. Yeah. Shame. Best, best memories. A lot of good. <laughs> Good, great band memories. Uh, are there any specifically that you have of really anything? Um, well, at Jazz Fest, um, I'm trying to think. 
I think I just went to honors last year. Yeah. Yeah. Honors sucks. <laughs> like, just everything about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're just in there the whole night. You get to go to the mall, right? Yeah. And we just have to practice these new songs with people we never met. And this director, this dude was like, in my opinion, like kind of overbearing, bro. Yeah. And then we get to the solo section. I'm like, all right, I'm third chair, so I don't really got to worry about playing a solo. Mm-hmm. And then he calls me out and he's like, you, play solo. I'm like, dude, I'm sitting there. I don't know how to improv. <laughs> Look like an idiot in front of the whole band, bro. I mean, I, I so think it was. I was so afraid of having to play a solo that, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that year. Yeah. But. Um, <laughs> it's getting you out of your comfort zone. After that, <laughs> yeah. After that major flop, he see something I noticed was he called on a lot of people to play a solo. Mm-hmm. Right, or well, not a lot, but like four people. And he went back to them, but he didn't go back to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm I'm glad about that. I'm glad that he didn't go back to me. Well, it's kind of a double-edged sword, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. You know what? It's okay. It's all right. Um, We we played a good good old Dixie solo later in the year. Oh. Alrighty. Yes, sir. Shows him. If he would have been there, he could have seen, you know, how you worked your slide just right to create those Dixie blues. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Down in St. James Infirmary. Yes. Well, um, one thing we can talk about, which I think semi-applies, as far as band trips go, our school had planned to go for on a Disney trip, which I had regretted not signing up for, but surprise... Uh, Rona hit and it got canceled. Um, you, you on the other hand, were signed up for that. So I'm wondering. I don't really feel like I ever got your full opinion or view or how sad and distraught you were after that all went down. So if you just wanna, you know, get out all your deep, devastated emotions right now uh you know it's completely fine well i'm not very deeply devastated contrary to popular opinion you know but i i tell people like oh yeah that sucks but you know i don't i don't even like care that much (laughs) what about all the pizzas you had to sell i didn't sell any pizzas though What about all... Actually, no, I sold, like, four. What about all the fundraising you had to do? Or, I don't even yeah. know what all you did. I know there's a breakfast thing that... I was like, oh, yeah, I should do that. And then it, like, happened, and I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's kind of low-key, not going like <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, if you don't really feel strongly about it, I mean, I feel like it, that would have been a pretty fun time. Um... Of course, I wasn't going, so like. Yeah. But it was. You know. It replaced Jazz Fest, too. Mm hmm. 
and then we end up with nothing. Yeah, that's kind of the suck thing. I think the moral of the yeah. story is don't mess with Jazz Fest. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe you know, um, by having Jazz Fest or us going to Jazz Fest, the elemental jazz gods that you know are a thing would have stopped the coronavirus and said he wanted us to go to Disney. Um, don't underestimate the power of jazz music. If we would have gotten some chameleon out here, you know, who knows what could have happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Herbie Hancock. Yeah, and we couldn't even get Night of Jazz. No. Well, we could have played chameleon. That, you know, that's probably the most disappointing thing to not happen this year. It's not my it's not my senior class trip. It's not Sadie's, it's not the lock-in. It's not graduation. It is that I we don't theoretically get to play Chameleon at Night of Jazz <laughs> even though that might have not even happened anyways. <laughs> yeah. That's the most disappointing thing. So how did how did Chameleon like become a meme to us. I think it all goes back to a mysterious time called last summer when uh, <laughs> we were bored out of our minds wiping down bins in the dorms and then we were just playing like making song requests and obviously I think it's a logical conclusion if two members of the same jazz group are in the same room looking for song requests eventually it's going to go to jazz so I think I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly that's how we initially got on chameleon and then we were like dang this is fire and since you know you you have a lot of time to make memes when you're wiping down bins for seven and a half hours a day we just memed it so hard that it, I think it's reached legendary status in our minds which kind of is really, it's kind of funny because, you know, not <laughs> to us, I feel like it reached such an elevated status. And then when we were at jazz rehearsal and we were both like, chameleon, <laughs> like literally uh, no one else <laughs> understood what was, no, yeah, one, cares. no one cared. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man. We gonna make it happen. Yeah. Too late now, though. Hey, this this summer yeah, like, we'll just get people together to play chameleon. Ba 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 Oh my gosh. Ba 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 Yeah, that that's another thing. Uh, last summer working at our high school. Mm, what an experience. What a yeah. What a time. Um, I'm nostalgic for those days, even though. Uh, yeah, in hindsight, they I mean they weren't the the easiest or the best. <laughs> um scrubbing air conditioning oh, that, was, that was the worst week, man. That was nasty. That was, when we had we had to ask to get masks. <laughs> and we were ahead of our time. Yeah, we were. Masks, That's man. what I was thinking. It's like um you know, it's like the meme from like Panda or Kung Fu Panda, where it's like, I, I imagine the meme here, where it's probably like a, a news headline that says like, 
um, Governor Walt says that everyone has to wear masks or whatever, and then it's the Kung Fu Panda Turtle meme where he's like, my time has come. And it's just me with the dusk mask I stole from work. <laughs> <laughs> of course, that's a... You no, have that? but that would be the no. application. Again, it's yeah. a meme that would make sense to no one except us two, because there are so many memes from there. We just spend our breaks watching or listening to, like, the Democratic debates. <laughs> oh, man. That, yeah, that was, it was a time. For yeah. sure. Uh, do you have any specific memories from uh, last summer? Maybe even from your other job. You know, that's a part of life that I never even got to. Or... <laughs> that I don't never experience because we spent like a lot of time last summer together obviously doing tasks around ye old school mm-hmm well um well my other job is pretty chill mostly but there's this one it was closer to the end of the year where um I think it was closer to fall mm -hmm. and we had this new guy who, I don't know where he came from, he sounds, he has a, like a Florida man accent. <laughs> so, for, just him speaking, bro, just cracked me up. What, what is a Florida but, man accent? Uh, you know, like deep in the bayou. Sure. More like Louisiana, sure. maybe. Anyway, this dude accent just cracked me up. But, um, so, normally when we get a new guy, like, he has to learn the ropes, right? So, um, he got paired with me, who was also a new guy, but we get the the lowly task of raking bunkers, which is what all the noobs get to do. Um, I get paired with him, and this guy, first off, he takes, we have this huge cart that's a manual that you really only take if you're hauling like a huge piece of machinery. And he takes that to just rake bunkers. And he's like speeding like so fast on the on the in the rough. Like this this was terrifying honestly, going like 30, 30 miles per hour in the golf course, like that was an experience I was not used to. And he asked me in his accent, I can't even imitate it. Try. Have, have you ever tried uh, magic mushrooms? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what? I don't even know this guy. He's asking me if I ever tried magic mushrooms, and I can tell that he has. He's like, <laughs> I tell him no. He's like, good, don't do it. <laughs> he takes out some chewing tobacco and does that, which he offers me some. Like, no. He's like, good boy. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this guy was insane. But I, I had to work with him for like two weekends, and then I never saw him again. Hey, what if he's? Aren't you working at the same golf course? What if he's back? He's not back. What if he as far will as be I know. back? <laughs> That'll be interesting if he comes back. Okay, I'm gonna be real. I uh, so I think I caught the most important part of the story, but the first part was uh, you were cutting in and out and it was just like a Doppler effect where you'd be like, 
So he can and he loaded up, you know. <laughs> so uh, I don't think they'll be able to hear that in my end of the audio. So at least our listeners will be able to hear the full story. But it was just funny. I caught it came back in when it, uh, you told the story about um, you were there. Yeah, he, he asked you if you ever did ma- magic mushrooms. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I'm, <laughs> that's, a, that's funny. You see, um, employment, you, tell me, like, did you reach out to them about working again, or did they reach out to you, or, because a lot of golf courses that I've seen aren't really even hiring anymore. Yeah, um, you're talking about, did they reach out to me this year? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty much, it was like assumed that I would come back next year. I told him, like, yeah, I'll work. I'll work here next summer, so. Sure. He reached out to me, asked you when I was ready to work again. And, yeah, I went from there. Yeah. Working on weekends. Yeah, that's nice. Um, I currently am, you know, very uh, desperate for a job since uh, school I was hoping would be hiring but they're only taking two college students back so and that was kind of suck but I applied for a bunch of different positions uh, around Uh, so I think I've applied for eight jobs so far maybe so hopefully one of them will be like yeah you can work uh, that would be kind of nice. Except a lot of them are like uh, summer camp, like supervision stuff through like um, fitness centers or whatever um, for yeah. like little kids. So I don't know if I'm. It might not be the smartest thing for applying for a bunch of positions for those jobs because I don't even know if those are gonna be available. Uh, gonna be kind of interesting so you know if you if like your golf course they ever need someone to just be a little like gremlin that try gets tasks done you know by all means hit me up uh i yeah. might be unemployed <laughs> yeah i need a I need to find another job too, though, because I'm doing the koozies morning workouts. Are you doing that? Um, no. I. Well, I guess my original plan or idea was like, oh, well, if I work at school, I can just, like, have keys and then, like, get in, you know, <laughs> to the weight room. Um, so I haven't really thought about that also you have to pay for it now which is kind of like yeah that's swag swag do you know how much that is um it's 75 dollars i believe for the whole summer yeah like what why yeah well why? i guess it makes more sense now because again <laughs> earlier i was thinking yeah why would i pay 75 dollars when i can just get in whatever i want <laughs> yeah but that's not really a likelihood anymore, so I don't know. I guess I'll just be running and doing push-ups all summer at my house. 
you're you have to do it right for like football. Uh, basically. And they make you pay for it, too. <clears throat> yeah. That's kind of whack. But like, that takes up three mornings, and the golf course job. That's only mornings, pretty much. Yeah. So basically, I can only work four days a week, which is not satisfactory. Sure. Uh, no. But yeah, that's yeah, that why I need to find another job, which, which is a work in progress. Maybe you should tell your coach to host his workouts at a more convenient time. Yeah. I would, although I know other people work not in the mornings. I don't know. So, all yeah, all of the jobs I apply for are like mornings ish. So I don't know. Um yeah, I'm not dealing with that. Also I don't really feel like I'd I feel like that'd be kinda weird if I just like came to workouts. Like it doesn't seem weird now, but I remember in the summer <laughs> when I was doing workouts last summer with you guys, there were like seniors that would just like show up and it'd be like, what? Like, why are you here? Yeah. You know? I don't know, maybe it, you have a different perspective, but uh, I think I'll just be running. Uh, actually, kind of funny enough, like an hour ago, uh, before we started doing this, I was in contact with a coach at the school, I'm, the college I'm going to. So, I'm kind of trying to figure out whether I want to run or not, I guess. It's just another yeah. thing I need to think about. Uh, but yeah, how about we talk about our track season that didn't happen. Um, Micah, were you working out uh, for track? Yes. Yeah? Not like sprints, but... You know, I think that would be kind of weird. They just see this guy running, sprinting down the road. Yeah. I mean, there's but. a there's a track. Well, it's closer to me than it is to you, so I don't know if there's a track in where you're at. I uh, don't know. I probably could have if I was motivated enough to sprint. But other than that, I did cardio and lifting and stuff. Sure. It's uh, good. Well, your your events are normally jumps anyways right yeah yeah so I jump and triple jump um yeah so I guess that makes sense I don't know what drills you do for jumping uh sprinter practices yeah. elude me uh because I'm used to just you know getting to practice and you run non-stop the entire time and then you're done or you know paced workouts or reps or however that might be yeah glad i don't live that life well some of these yeah some of the workouts they kind of feel like sprinter workouts almost or what i would imagine sprinter workouts would be like yesterday it was a quality and uh, uh the workout was to run 200 uh meter reps so five times and we were supposed to just go like as fast as we can or a little bit less than as fast as we can so we can just get, you know, uh, five reps in. Like obviously mm -hmm. if you sprint 200, you can't, you're not gonna be able to like 
maintain going that same speed five times. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I, I'm slower than probably the average sprinter. Uh, I don't know. Do you have like a 200 time? I don't know if that's something. Again, you're a jumper, um, so probably not. For myself? Yeah. Not really. Okay. Yeah. I, I wouldn't really expect you to. So, yeah. I don't know. what. What's like a quality workout that you would do like during the normal track season maybe look like? For sprinters? Yeah. Um... Well, we could. Have you heard of Coach S days? Yeah. Yeah, those are quality days, although they're not. Well, how how often do you have like qualities? Uh. Uh, quality. I guess. Uh, um, quality days. It's kind of had a more flexible definition. Technically, I guess four days out of six our quality days we go on easy runs two days but like some quality days are harder than others so probably like more realistically three a week yeah so um we, de we definitely don't have qualities that frequently it depends how you define it i guess but mm -hmm. um that what what really sticks out is our coach as days we have that I don't know, once every couple weeks. Sure. <clears throat> Where it usually ends up something like, it kind of varies if you run 400 meter versus if you run something less than the 400 meter. Yeah. But since I ran the 400, I'll go with my example is you, um, I think it's basically 100% sprint. It's been a while. Because, you know, track isn't this year, but... Yeah. Um, we go, like, full speed for 300 meters. Mm -hmm. And then, at the end of that, we go, like, 10, uh, 10 push-ups or 20 or something like that. And then, we go full speed in the final 100 over, like, speed hurdles. Yeah. And we do that, like, three times. Yeah, I mean... Sucks. Yeah, that does not sound pleasant, but, uh, you know, I don't have a whole lot of sympathy since that's <laughs> only, like, once every two weeks. I mean, I don't yeah. really complain about Claudie's. Um, you know, Claudie's a Claudie. Uh, distance runners just... I often forget that... I mean, <laughs> just realistically speaking, distance runners, you know, we... Uh, we put more mileage on our bodies, like, literally. Um, yeah. It was uh, one of the funniest moments, which I'm sure you... I've probably told you this before, this story, but, like, uh, there's one time where last year, I think, uh, during the season, where there was a thrower who maybe is a captain. I don't think he was, but we were... <laughs> um, we were on a bus to a track meet or whatever, and then I was uh, we were talking about our events or whatever, and I was like, uh, "Oh yeah, like maybe kind of jokingly, you know, I was like, oh yeah, maybe I could be a thrower. I could throw a shot put or whatever.'" And then this dude who was taking 
like a nap in the back like uh, perks up and says uh, very seriously like yeah you don't have the thrower mentality remember that yeah <laughs> and i was like what <laughs> the thrower just, mentality everyone was laughing at that bro that's was... like <laughs> it's still a meme yeah um uh, oh my gosh that was so uh, and, yeah while he's like taking a nap and stretching out over like everybody's stuff like not minding and then like, literally like the next week um the thrower all the throwers were playing like frisbee during c- practice and then yeah. one of the team captains from like up by the weight room like yells like hey it's like we're, we're supposed to be up there and then as i'm jogging laps i'm just like yeah thrower mentality <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. It, yeah it was more funnier in the mo or it was m- more funny in the moment than me mm-hmm. re-explaining it because you know just how humor works but <laughs> that was a really uh, funny moment um i guess an incorrect stereotype or semi-incorrect stereotype is that throwers are lazier than everybody else i guess probably just because they don't run as much or at all yeah um which you know can be true we've had some fast throwers though it's just uh depends on whether you're a big chungus type or like a strong like uh what's the word strong uh, you know defined muscular definition strong wh- what's that called uh toned you know toned. i don't know sturdy Robust? Um, is that the word? What? Robust? Am I using that word correctly? Robust? I, I, hold on, let me uh, Google this. Even though we're on yeah. a beach next to a campfire, I can Google stuff. Pull up. Luckily, up. I brought my pocket dictionary. Pocket dictionary. Of course. I'm Full of health and strength. Vigorous. Powerfully built. Sturdy. I thought you said robust. I did. Oh, uh... My dictionary says strong and healthy, also vigorous. Um, what what edition dictionary are you, are you using? Are you using the 1999 Webster dictionary or like 2001 Webster dictionary? You're... I'm using Word of Nick. Oh. From the American Heritage Dictionary of the English Language, fifth edition. Okay, good. So. We both have our books out on the beach. Glad to know that we're not yeah. uh, using phones because that oh. wouldn't make any sense. We're out, we're definitely not in our own homes on our nope. computers. No, sir. This is beach time. Um, <laughs> no, beaches are closed. Beaches aren't cl- closed. I think the one... Uh, have you ever heard of Lebanon Hills Regional Park? Yeah. That's like a, a big one in the Twin Cities with a beach. And I've seen people like swimming there, even mm-hmm. though it's probably cold. I don't think they're necessarily closed. That would kind of suck. Maybe once it gets warmer. Uh, yeah, I don't know with all restrictions how that exactly works. Yeah, good old Minnesota. Um, okay, well, I think if the beaches are closed, that means that we're doing something illegal right now, so 
maybe we should get out of here before uh, the cops come. So, thank you for being a guest on the podcast, Micah. Uh, it was appreciated. I'm sure the listeners really appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I appreciate you reaching out to for me to come on to this uh, this production. Thank. Well, I appreciate you appreciating me for appreciating you. Uh, anyways, yeah. yeah. Let, let's get out of here before the cops come. Oh no, I think I yeah. hear sirens. Uh-oh. Ooh. Oh no, those aren't added. Those aren't added in post. Oh no. no. <laughs> I hear the sirens. Got a skirt. That's my feet. Oh no. Oh shoot, I almost forgot. I need to extinguish the fire. There we go.